Back when TV VCR combos first came out, they were all the rage. My grandpa, Nono, went and fucking bought one so that he could watch porn in the bedroom. Specifically. Yes. And it was like, it wasn't a secret. Jimmy made sure to tell all of us. That's grandpa's porn TV. That's not for you kids to watch <laughs> wrestling. Yes. The one that pokes out. The one with the sticky buttons. That's grandpa's porn TV. <laughs> Don't she touch came it. Home one time, like fucking hella high and hella drunk. Who? Oh. I did. Uh-huh. I came home one time and fucking my dad had fucking Lola. Fucking uh, my grandpa, he fucking had the black box hooked up, and they're sitting there watching fucking porn. I'm just like, don't you say together? Yes. <gasps> So y'all was hard together. I would have yeah, turned and around I, and, and left. You sat down with them. It was three generations. You unzipped of, your pants. Of horny immigrants. I'm, I'm it was three generations of dicks. Uh, I'm going downstairs to get some real pussy, guys. They're like, are you sure? Come on, look, join nope. us. Nope. nope. Oh my fucking. You didn't feel awkward. Oh my god, I would have oh, felt yeah, so was, creeped out. No, it was it was more like fucking like all right, this is his last stint. Like all right. Let him get his, you know what I'm saying? Like, let him enjoy what he has. What was your dad doing? Supervising? Your grandpa? Yeah, he was dying. He was dying. Oh, he was like on a deathbed? Yeah, to some degree, yes. So they were like, let him get one off? Mario jerked it for him. He was like, come on, finish, dad. (laughs) (laughs) My my show's coming on. Come on. No, I'm going to tell you right now. It was fucking very weird. Like, on my, like, the day before my grandpa died, like, he was on his way dying when I came home drunk as fuck. Like, he was just like, um... Like, he was like, actively dying. Like, he was like this. Like, like my and, dad and, and looked like, like a ghoul. He was coming. Because every time I came home... No, because every time he I came home... He, he was dying. fully alive. No, every time I came home, like, I always checked on my grandpa. You know what I'm saying? I changed his diapers and all that shit. Like, every fuck. night. So, every time I came home drunk or fucked up, like, I was like, I just... You know, flipped on the light, made sure my grandpa was fucking good, and he was just like this, and he was staring at the fucking ceiling, and I'm like, oh shit, he's fucking dead, and I'm like, and then you were like, no, he's hard, and he was like, and he fucking snapped out of it, and I was just like, oh shit, I'm like, all right, you cool, you cool, and I came and I went back downstairs to my room in the basement, and then I woke up, and then fucking I hear fucking footsteps like going up to my fucking main house where my grandpa was at. And fucking like, it was the paramedics. Like oh. he was dead. Oh, oh. And I was just like, oh shit! Like he you were the really, last he one. He was literally like on the way. Yeah. And fucked. you were like, you're good. I'm going downstairs I'm, yeah. to fucking watch anime to watch hentai. <laughs> I'm about to go watch some tentacles. And I'm going to watch porn. cartoon yeah, titties. Go you go. You're tentacles. you're straight. Yeah. I'm just like you're fuck. straight. It's all good. Yeah. And I'm just like fuck. Wow. Very, yeah, it was very weird. And then fucking. Like, they weren't watching that. porn the night before. No, that was like. Oh, okay. Way I'm that. like, no, maybe that no, was that, too this much. Was a whole like, it strained his <laughs> organs to bust too much. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't need that kind of activity. No, it was a whole nother time, and I was just <sighs> like, "Fuck!" And it was it was very weird because like when when the paramedics took him, took his body and shit, 
like I knew he was gone and then I went back I went all the way around my dad's house and I went back downstairs to the basement back to my room and then fucking I heard him like vividly I heard him say Mark and I'm like and then that's when I just started breaking down crying. I'm just like, oh shit like, don't make really this a gone. sad moment we were talking about family dicks right oh, yeah. trios <laughs> of dicks seeing dad don't dicks. you make this sad dad dicks stepdad dicks yeah. grandpa dicks Lolo dicks yeah Mama yeah dicks. yeah I was like yeah. Stick to the subject. Who was your favorite dick to see? <laughs> God. I'm so glad. I don't think I've ever seen anyone's. Lucky. Mm-mm. No. Nope. Thank God. We got to change that. It builds character. <laughs> right away. You haven't seen enough. You're getting that. a picture of Papa's you dick for Christmas. Any, any, you haven't seen enough dicks you're related to. Right. That's the difference. So he's like on Marion? Did he do it as an adult? Yeah, he fucking did it because his fucking girlfriend, the the girl that uh, that she cheated, was like, I don't want no armadillo. The girl that yeah, on him with the, with with a uncircumcised. Fetish. Oh, and she's then, like, I don't like turtlenecks. Yeah, I fucking told and, you. And and Yours and doesn't come out of the sleeping bag it. far enough. Your sleeping fish. bag stinks. Like, I like that. I like <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was. <laughs> what do you want me to do? Your fucking. Sl- I, the, why do you think I never suck it? Your sleeping bag stinks. <laughs> That's what I think about. <gasps> Bitch, this is going in the beginning for sure. Are we recording? Yes, yeah, thank God. It, we're starting from family dicks, and that's going in the beginning. Family dicks and stinky sleeping bags. Get out. Get the fuck out. That is what's oh going God. in the beginning for sure. Fucking a whole 10 minutes later. After we talk about family dicks, I haven't seen any of related to. I mean, I feel really lucky. I've seen three dicks, (laughs) three dad dicks. Three different. So that's really lucky. That's an open plastic. Ew! They were all erect. Yeah, every time every time I changed my grandpa's diaper, like it was. Uh, it was hard. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he was oh, about no. to say. I was gonna say it's probably talking. like a medical thing when you're about That's to die. Spit oh. coffee everywhere. How long do you think he was dying for? What the fuck are you doing? It takes people days like labor sometimes. Oh God, that's what I really was scared you were about to say. Oh, oh what a surprise. Like it just happens. Like every time I would change. Where's the black box at? Let's get it ready. Like yeah, every time with a straight face. That's what I thought you was trying oh, to explain to me. Oh, oh that would be so I'd be like you're sitting in pissy diapers from Push now on Push it to the side Lolo What do you want to eat for dinner? <laughs> oh god you're wiping his butt and his fucking wiener's coming In your arm? Why, why do you have to go to that? Wiener's coming? Really? It starts throwing It starts releasing It starts spitting He bends over to tape it and it's poking him in the chin and shit. Oh, I'm not that close on, Oh god man. The mic smells like coffee <laughs> <laughs> Every she time said he was hard, I couldn't even swallow. <laughs> That's where I thought he oh, was going, and I was—I was, I was about hard. to freak out. Oh, I was about to freak out. Okay, kids, welcome. Welcome to the party. It's episode one eighty-eight of Hello Dysfunction with Potterfria and Crystal. Hey guys, we're back. We had to take a break. Motherfuckers got married. Motherfuckers got married. There's a lot of shit going on. Yeah. 
Um, but we're here and we're feeling great. Feeling fantastic. It's a nice day. We're getting an early start. I found out it's our birthday. Yes. Well, yesterday. It's our anniversary. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, that's what we should play on the intro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Good idea. I didn't know, but yeah, so it's our anniversary, four years in the making. <gasps> How? Four years. I was saying I feel bad because I feel like we should have way more episodes, but do you? We have lives. I don't know. You know, I think um, we've been consistent, Ber- but I just look at other shows that do like hella shows a week. So it's like um, hella episodes a week. So it makes me feel like we're they usually have guests that. and like yeah, true. You know, yeah, like yeah. or um, specific genres. Mm-hmm. We're winging this shit. And most of our show, a good chunk, was during the pandemic. Like, yeah. we had a year before yeah. that shit started. Yeah, and I uh, I don't know. I've, we've never taken, like, you know, a lot of shows will take a four to six week break yeah. sometime during the year. We never Sword have. Sword and Scale does that. Or, like, uh, I know another one around Christmas time is like, okay, we'll talk to you next year. And I'm like, hold up. like <laughs> Yeah, when yeah. I used to listen to My Favorite Murder, they took the whole summer off and yeah. shit. Yeah. True. You know, and we haven't done that. No, we've you know taken an, a week off, you know, yeah, an episode here off there. here and there, but not like um, planned. Right. It's been like something fu- fucked up has came up. Yeah, yeah. It's always like something that just dropped on us. Yeah. Babies, whatnot. <laughs> Dumb babies. Stupid babies. Stupid I wanted a bloody parenting. Mary, but I guess not. I, I was drunk on our last pa- Patreon episode. So fucking to funny. where. I felt like I told Zoe, I feel like I owe you guys an apology because I know I, how I, how drunk I was that episode. She's like, are you kidding? Like, You're such a good time <laughs> drunk and you just crack me up. My head hurts so she bad, though. I was mad I couldn't so, enjoy it. I was like, okay, I guess, because I had all plans to apologize. So no, now I'm not. How no, about that? No, you're never. No, you're great when you're bu- uh, buzzed or drunk. <laughs> Seriously. Getting very tongue-tied, though, <clears throat> is frustrating. Well, that's my normal. So, yeah. Hey. And I think I was losing my thought a lot, but <laughs> um, something weird happened two nights ago that I have at the top of my list. Um, we were going to bed. I turned the TV off and shit. Everything's off. I had my phone because my alarm is set, you know, next to my pillow, mm-hmm. um, which is probably like radioactively frying my brain. Um, and I had the remote on top of that so like I could see both of them and they were like to the side nothing was touching them nothing like that all of a sudden my TV goes on and goes to Hulu so when my TV first comes on it's on the home screen right it doesn't go to a network right away you have to click it over there yeah so it comes on it goes to Hulu Mm -hmm. and it goes to the names of the profiles shut up and it stopped and I was like what the fuck is going on? So I start shaking Buck and he's like, what, what? Like sleep. And I'm like, like, look, fucking Bob's in here. And I said, look, and he goes, are you laying on the remote? And I said, why would I wake you up if I was laying on the room? Like, no, I'm not <laughs> fucking. It's right there. I, and you didn't feel me move. I didn't move at all. So right. it just did that. And he goes, so what are you saying? It's a ghost. And I said, yeah, I am. And then he didn't Thank say you, shit. Captain obvious. So I just like, was like, whatever. And fucking was thinking about it. Like, don't start this shit now that somebody's up in here. Feeling fucking spunky. Jealousy is yes. what they're feeling. Yes. So uh, I just thought that was a little interesting. Don't start your shit. They're Do ready. not. Yeah. <laughs> like They're you ain't ready. had no man up in here in hell long. Like 
<clears throat> so mm-hmm. it so at the wedding um i don't think you saw it but bunny saw it um will saw it uh, my mom saw it oh, oh naya saw it so at the wedding in the front row they had a seat dedicated to my billy and my dad and uh dead dad and it was this big photo of him and there was like a little framed quote or something and during the fucking ceremony i'm watching and those big white floofy wishes you uh-huh. know, that float through the air yeah dandelions not a dandelion isn't it what starts out as a dandelion and then mm. turns into the white that this no 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 so not not those ones uh-huh. it's like the big the ones that look like one. a spider almost yes okay okay the uh, big floofy ones yeah so uh-huh. it, it comes from the side of dad's chair and it floats right in front of richard and jess floats past the bridesmaids and just fucking floats on so so sweet to describe the weather that day oh it was like muggy there was no breeze it was like yeah overcast kind of i thought maybe it could rain later um it was windy outside but where they got married was outside but it was like it was this close yeah like by trees it was like yeah a little tree clubhouse yeah yeah so it was like yeah weird and it, yeah and it was so sweet i saw that and I that was, was like, him oh my god like yes bitches i'm here yeah that's really cute i would like you guys to know uh mr asshole cried as jessica walked down the aisle it richard was, yes it was yes. very sweet oh god he was crying right when i got there to sit down it was so sweet because you know it's yes. rare that he's all fucking soft i know and he, it's like only when he looked at her yeah he lost it oh yeah that's always the best when the groom cries it is it is i love watching those videos yes I lo- so sweet um i have great news for myself what uh yesterday you know so back in march i got two speeding tickets back to back uh, one, <laughs> yeah, that was great. Right. Once when I was coming home from visiting dad's grave. Um, and then I got the other one two weeks later on Highway 4, like passing through uh, Martinez Concord. Mm-hmm. So I forgot about the Fairfield one, right? The Solano County. Um, I was responsible with the Walnut Creek one. And I went there and I pled not guilty at the clerk's office. They set me a trial. Okay. So my trial was yesterday. I go there, um, and they're like, Mrs. D'Amato, yours has been postponed till November 23rd. And I'm like, great. Awesome. So it's like 8 o'clock in the morning, and I'm like, let me fucking call Fairfield and be responsible and figure it out. Yeah. It's been hella months. So I call, and the clerk for Solano County is like, I'm not seeing anything active. She's like, the last thing I see is for March, March 9th. And I'm like, yeah, that's when I got the speeding ticket. And she's like, well, let me just tell you, it went into delinquency and an independent judicial board reviewed it in August and they dismissed it for you. What? How does that happen? And I was like, this is amazing. Well, you know what I think? Uh, The officer that put the highway patrolman that pulled me over was like, you you know, we talked to everybody. Will was with me uh-huh. uh, in the course of speaking with him while he was running my shit. He was retiring in October. Like, why do you know that? Of course, because you're <laughs> He had bought himself a new fucking Toyota fucking truck for I'm his retirement. So, <laughs> so you guys were chit-chatting. Uh, he pulled me over doing close to 100, 
but he marked my ticket for 75 and a 65. Okay. So they probably looked at it and they were like, it's 10 miles over. He's retiring. He ain't going to fucking show up. Let's just dismiss it. That was nice. You got really lucky. Because nice. your insur- insurance was going to increase. Oh my God. And I just, so that is the second time the Fairfield area, Solano County has blessed you, has dismissed a speeding ticket for me. Okay. The last time was shit, probably 2010. Uh-huh. And the female highway patrol pulled me over. I mean, she docked me for everything she could not, uh, um, not using a blinker, a speeding oh, yeah. ticket. They'd be motherfuckers. The address on my license wasn't my current one. She fucking wrote me a ticket for that. Yeah. And, and, and how'd that get dismissed? So I went, she didn't show up. I, well, I went before the judge and I was going to plead not guilty. And he was like, I'm just dismissing this. He's like, Oh, she was doing too much. I think that's exactly <gasps> what it was. When, oh, cause he was like, it looked petty. Yes. Well, that's good. Yeah. So that, you know, great shit like that. Yeah. It's rare. So yeah, yeah. I still s- am fucked up about stinkers getting his dismissed. Cause it was like, uh, was it, was it Solano? No, his shit was highway patrol and it was like on highway four mm. and his shit, he got ticketed for like the worst shit that you could get ticketed. Like I'm surprised they didn't take the car. If they don't dismiss mine, I'm going to bring up his name and be like, well, why did you do his? It's way worse. <laughs> Go look this Judge, up right now. Your it honor. It was way worse. And, and he got dismissed. This is bullshit. <laughs> yeah. No, I was, I told you I was pissed. Cause I was like, you didn't learn you the lesson a from it. Lesson. I wanted a lesson. And now he's just like, thinks he's untouchable. He's like, so, bitch, I'm doing 120 all over yeah. the bay. And was calling me a hater and shit. <laughs> fuck out of here you'll learn you'll learn (laughs) fucking asshole um i've been very grateful lately um gratitude is on a thousand and i honestly think that the universe and santa muerte be hella taking care of me and looking out for me all the time because of how grateful i am and i don't say it like i'm grateful with the hopes of getting it yeah in return because that's not how karma works like you shouldn't be have good karma because you want good karma you know what i mean like you shouldn't be a good person because you want it yeah that defeats the whole just should be your nature yeah it should just be you being good and like i really would like to toot my own horn and just say like shit really like anything i ask for lately and like um you know i still deal with bullshit and drama sometimes and stuff but that's life when yeah but like when i need a little something or like i'm really hoping for something like it comes through it really do be coming through and like in unexpected weird random ways and like shit will fall in my lap and i just wanted to say that like i think we should really just really really focus on gratitude that's like the formula for Mm -hmm. me and i you know this has been this way for me for many years and for sure um like the book i finished reading the other day it kind of was talking about that too and like spirituality and stuff and i was like no like i know it from experience like this shit is legit Mm -hmm. and so you know when people complain that like stuff is falling apart around them like when it does because like i said i i deal with fucked up shit too i can always find a lesson in it yeah so like there's always a bright side no matter how like people would joke Uh, I said on Twitter before people joke that I could get shot and still find something positive about the experience. Yeah. But it's true. Like the, even when the fucked up shit happens to you, it's to teach you something. Yeah. So once you get in that mind state and you're just grateful all the time, even like if something falls apart or you lose a job or like whatever, 
if you look at it in a positive way, if you just train your brain to yeah. do that, I, I feel like an abundance of more good shit will always come to you. For sure. Um, I'm always, I, yeah, I'm always like that. <laughs> Mark, it's mad. He's like, all you ever say is it's okay. It's okay. It really is though. But it is okay. It is. It, it really, I'm a half glass half full kind of person. And especially if something's already happened, right? Of course you're allowed to react and have yeah. feelings about it and right. process it. However, that's how I have I'm to not cope gonna, though. I'm not going to dwell on it. Right. I'm, I'm just going to uh, fuck it. I'm it's the only moving. way for me to, yes, to continue living and cope yes. with these bad things is to look at the good that comes from it. Yeah. So like, honestly like just always try to be as hard as it might be for some people just try like make the little effort and pretty yes. soon I think you train yourself because I wasn't always like this I used to think that like the world was out to attack me and shit yeah. and I, you know had that like victim kind of mindset like why am I being picked on and the universe be right. whooping my ass all the time but like really I just look at it like I didn't you know because things are pretty going pretty good for us right now mm-hmm. and um I just look at it like uh, we had to go through a lot to get here. And yeah. if it would have went really well for us, like before, like when I really wanted it and really stressed about it, yeah, we wouldn't have handled it well. I don't think so. And we would have fucked it off. And like, you know, I, I think um, you're right. There's a lot of gratitude because we know um, what it took to get here. Right. Yeah, and for sure. And like, just being humble character building and like it took 100%. a lot of growing it took a lot of ass whoopings and growing yeah. to become the kind of person that could manage good things that happen now you can literally listen to the start of the show and just which i won't i won't either but i feel like I'm not going to say we're completely different, but we are definitely different people than who we were four yeah. years ago. Yeah. And, and we're supposed to be, we're supposed to be, you're like, supposed to grow. When people say, Oh, you changed. We're supposed good. to. Yeah. That's a good thing. So, yes. um, I'm just glad that some of you guys have stuck with us through the ride. And you know, yes. when we started out, I was myself was in a hella ignorant place still and was still like, uh, a wild one, a live wire. And mm-hmm. it just, you know, like it just shows, just let it be an example that if you stick with shit and you like, just, uh, always learn, you know, like always. I'm always trying to yes. learn from something from a bad experience yep. or from other, someone else's experience I read about or what, just like learning never stops. It's like never. a lifelong thing. And growth should never stop. Right. You right. Know? But, but gratitude, 100%. It's such a huge part of it, I feel. I truly, truly believe that. Because yeah. if I acted like I was entitled and like, oh, well, I've done the work. Like, I deserve I, it. No. Yeah, it doesn't work that mm-hmm. way. The world does not fucking work that way. And like the quicker people realize that, um, young people specifically, like the better. Yeah. Because you're really not entitled to shit and your attitude has a lot to do with uh, just the law of attraction and what comes mm. to you. That's That shit is 100% real. Yes. Um, I could even recommend some books about it, but like... Yeah, the law of attraction is crazy. It is. Just you have to put out positivity, even when you don't feel like it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just the right thing to do as much as you can. I um, I went to the trailer yesterday on live. Um, nice. I needed to give Carolyn a rent check. Mm-hmm. And, of course, I go in and the fucking... <sighs> Was, like, music on? 
No, Graham's sitting on the couch. Oh, I forgot about him. There's cat litter on like scattered on the floor. Carolyn is like drugger walker through it. So it's like cat litter streaks on this expensive (sighs) fucking floor. I go in her bedroom. She had thrown Cheerios on the floor along with cat food. I'm like, why is there Cheerios everywhere? Like you're not like you don't have birds. You're not feeding birds outside. Stop doing that. She's like, I did it for the cats. I said, when have cats ever eat Cheerios? questions lots of questions and i felt a little uh defeated Mm -hmm. i tried not to fucking cry when i was on live because it gets really frustrating because you know and a lot of people were asking um is she capable of cleaning 100 percent? yeah i I wouldn't ever ask carolyn to do something she wasn't capable of or that she would hella struggle with i'm not gonna ask her to bring a tv in from the car you know i'm not yeah but running a mop in a vacuum 100 percent. yeah so the last few times I've showed up there, it's been like that. And not only that, the worst part for me is that the trailer smelled worse than when before we renovated everything. I think it's because there's a big gross tweaker living there. And I think it's because they're not showering. Oh, man. So it smelled like dirtiness. Just Funk? old. Not BO, but it smelled like old. Okay, so you know, I don't know. It, People with really greasy hair, if they don't wash their hair for like two weeks, that yeah. smell, yeah, yeah, that's what it smells like. It's like, how would you describe that? Like funk, but like head funk. Like, I don't want to say like old dog, sweat. but like old oil. Like, yeah, yeah. And it just outside. <laughs> how a, would you explain it? Like a little kid uh, in the a summer dirty when puppy. they're running around. Like when a kid comes in and smells like outside, like yes. sweaty puppy. Yes. And it just made me feel fucking, I just was really frustrated because I'm like, it just gets tiring. You yeah. know, I, I don't want to be a micromanager. And the shower police. And she argued, right. And she argues with me about how she's an adult and she can do this and she can okay, do that. Okay, but you get like skin infections and shit like that. Like you need to take, be on top of all the hygiene. Yes. And, and <clears throat> you know, and I really don't want have to move her in here yet i don't i enjoy it just being me mark and the girls like i love it so i told her you have till friday and you know i'm really upset and i'm i'm venting on live and everybody's so wonderful and supportive but in the midst of it the neighbor comes out and she had got a haircut and i was like oh my god your hair looks so good you're so beautiful and they're like you're always positive like even in the midst of shit yeah and i'm like yeah yeah. I, I have to be or I'm going to fucking lose yeah. my mind or you'll snap and things won't so, happen anymore. <laughs> so tomorrow we're doing an inspection on the trailer at one o'clock. You and who with a clipboard? Me. Great. You better wear glasses and a blazer. I'm wearing white gloves. Yes. A blazer. Put your hair in a bun. Yeah. But I go in a room. The desk has like layers of dust like this thick. Mm-mm. Like you, you're there all day. All day. You listen to Kenny Rogers and the Oak Ridge Boys. They want you to clean. Move your ass. Kenny Rogers wants you to fucking clean up. Yes. So we'll see. But I told her, like, do I need to tell Graham to take a shower? Are you comfortable telling him? Because if you're not, I'm going to just tell him. Because why are you here to begin with? Like, does he get any money or anything? No, he gets $260 a month in food stamps. And he gives them up or what? No, he'll, he'll go to the dollar store and buy some shit. So I told 
Carolyn. So he's just rent free, shower free. After he done disrespected hella people in the family when she lost her house. He's been on his best behavior because that's not his house, you know? So <sighs> I bet. But it's like you can get up and move a mop or a vacuum, like yeah. show a little gratitude, yeah. bitch. Yeah, exactly. So I'm gonna call the fucking other brother. Good. And tell him, hey, Graham's been staying here like two months. How about you send some money for him? And I want you to pay for a bi-weekly housekeeper. That's reasonable. Reasonable. Very You don't want to rent him a place. So like, right. what would that be? $100, 150 a month? I mean, uh, yeah. bi-weekly. Yes. Less, uh, I'm, I'm assuming less than like 325 a month. That's yeah. fucking doable. Yeah. So... Since we'll you're, this is your relative and you're not fucking dealing right. with the headache, that's the least you could do. Right. And you fucking ripped off fucking. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. Ew. Frustrating. It's beyond. But the fucked up part is I like him there because she has company. She likes him being there because she has someone to fucking talk to. She's God. not fucking alone. Yeah. True. Because everybody's dead. True. Yeah. You know, which you're is right. really fucked up. Yeah, it is. Like, you got it. Bro, you can at least take a shower. Yeah. That's the least you could Like, that's doing. a rule we're going to have here from now on. Maybe just make a list and put it on the fridge. Like, you have to shower. I told her management's going to come do an inspection. And if the house is Can clean, I dress up as management? <laughs> Brian August, one of our listeners. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, he's Filipino. And I said... I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I'm like put on fucking scrubs and come over and say you're doing an inspection and get a clipboard yes and be real official and, I and told, stern when you come in and i told her if you don't pass you can't have pets here do you want them cats to go yeah and be homeless yeah <laughs> that's what you tell her this shit is serious carolyn god because come on man that's every gross. time i go there and i'm and i'm not going there every day i'm going there like fucking once a week Mm-mm. Yeah. Stop throwing food on the carpet. You're not feeding birds. Like, for real, we're fucking white trash, but come on, dude. <laughs> like, you're taking it to a whole new level. Yeah, yeah. Um, My dreams have been hella crazy lately. Really? Really vivid. Really lots of symbolism. Just really fucking crazy. And I'm like, what am I doing different? I'm not like... um eating their biohacker dreams they might be like because <laughs> i'm getting stronger as a human like yeah. i don't know it's weird I, I took some notes from one of them neil a friend of ours a oh family friend that does tattoos was piercing my tits nice. at this place that was like up on a hill it was kind of like a barn turned into like a tattoo piercing shop weird place <laughs> he, he's a family friend he was tattooing my tits um he's a tattooer in real life um our i'm just gonna read the notes our dead cousin was in there explaining her tattoos okay so this was a weird part it was a dead cousin but it's not someone i remember ever seeing before they say that you never dream of a face that you've never seen you probably yeah. just don't remember it okay so maybe this is a bitch i saw at the gas station i don't know but in my dream it was this unknown woman that had this big chest piece tattoo oh. and she was dead but she was 
um, in a chair talking to the employees, explaining what her tattoos on her chest meant. And I had to tell them, oh, she's already dead. Her body's just doing this. Um, it's part of the process. Like it's hella normal. Like, like the way your body shits itself and stuff when after you die. I was explaining. This is her death process. I was like, this is what happens to humans sometimes when they die. Like they, they just ramble. So like if, you, shit if you ask her something, like she might not be able to answer you because she's dead. And so I'm sitting there, so matter of factly, trying to explain that, right? That was creepy. Um, Candy, my sister, she was there crying, waiting on the coroner to come get this dead cousin that wouldn't show up. Um, I had a full term stillborn baby in oh the my toilet. God. Um, and it had a face. It looked just like um, my kids. Like oh, it looked God. like all of them. It had a fully developed face. It had hair. It was like a big ass baby in the toilet at this tattoo shop, piercing That's shop, terrible. slash barn. The like, tattoo barn. The, the symbolism, though. Like I had a dead one, and then there was a dead cousin in the front room waiting on the corner. Won't a lot shut of up. Death in this motherfucker. Yeah. Huh? Like, what does all this mean? It was just so much and so much symbolism, and just doesn't this, death and dreams mean like, um, like new life rebirth? I, it depends. It depends who it is that dies. It depends how they die. Like, yeah. there's so. I didn't even, it scared, the, the dream was so creepy that oh it God, scared me. I'm about to die. Sorry. You're really rude. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I just got a bad hot flash. She's I'm taking so sorry. Her clothes off? <sighs> okay. She's taking her clothes off. <laughs> oh my fucking God. I'm so sorry. Are you okay? Yeah. I just got sweat pouring <sighs> out my back out of nowhere. What the fuck? Menopause. Okay. I'm sorry. Sorry. Um, Okay. But yeah, this was, there was so much symbolism in the dream. It, it woke me up when I woke up, I was so creeped out. I didn't even want to look into what any of it meant. Oh, but I was like, this is, then, you know, I have some, some doozies. No, yeah. this was like a fucked up emotional, weird dream. I and I was just like, the, what is seeing it? the dead baby would fuck with me. The dead baby. It and like it was so babies. pretty. It was so pretty. And I, I could still see its head like oh. coming out of the toilet and it's like, um, a pretty hair. It looked all painted on. It was like a fucked up ass dream. The cousin that was a dead body moving and, and, Mm-hmm. you know talking and rambling basically but i had to be like don't ask her any questions because she's not going to be able to answer them she's dead can you imagine when i die the rambling what's going to come from my death process and i'm going to be like put a blanket over her head she won't fucking stop like it's you can't talk back like she's you're, you're just gonna have to listen to it until the coroner gets here candy crying like it was it was weird it was weird fucking dream. that sounds like borderline nightmare a little bit it, it felt like yeah because yeah. i was so creeped out but i'm not mad about it like i like if i had more like that i wouldn't be mad about it i would just have to start like taking notes it and, just like, seems like a lot of anxiety from every direction yeah 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 and i don't know That's what that was about because i haven't done any drugs or like i didn't go to sleep drunk or like <laughs> eat weird food or yeah. you know nothing just been my normal self <clears throat> i don't know so you guys uh does that happen to you <laughs> <laughs> does that happen to anyone you know that died um speaking of dying the fucking stockton serial killer dude we haven't had like a known <clears throat> serial killer in a minute 
so here's my thing i think we have but the police don't tell us anymore because well, yeah. they don't because they, they're like you guys get too excited you make t-shirts you make it cool You're, you have fan clubs and write letters exactly you bitches are you're gross. gonna make him feel like a superstar so right we're not telling you guys anymore we're this just gonna is the try first... to quietly solve it yeah this is the first one like the media has released in a while which makes me feel like they must really be scared to be telling us this time yes <clears throat> so they've announced it is an actual serial killer. They've moved on to the Bay Area now. Yeah. They're not in Stockton. They've they've now moved on to the Bay Area and they're targeting men alone at night outside, which is so rare. It's yeah. usually women. Right. Right. The timing of this is also very weird because there's also one in Marysville. Is there? And I have not heard anything announced about it yet. I don't, you know, I only follow like news Instagrams and shit. I don't Mm -hmm. watch news on TV or anything. But um, my godmother, so a body was found across the street from her house. Literally the same number address sequence, just on the opposite side of the street, like that close. And that's scary. Yeah. So that one, that that was the first one that Mm -hmm. was found. Um, so my godmother lives up in Marysville and it's like Yuba County. It's like, uh, lots of land, little country, little country, little trashy, um, little methy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. For Um, sure. Yeah. And it's like not a huge population. Mm -hmm. Um, how else would I describe it? There's like a college up there, but there's also like nothing like it's, it's weird. So across the street from her, her house the first body was found it's a younger like um early 20s blonde white woman oh great so they found her they thought she might have been like um homeless or you know living on the street for a while i don't know she was found dead uh within the same week i want to say two more were found same description blonde Uh, in their early 20s Um, I don't think these were all people that were like houseless but they Mm -hmm. were killed in the same manner so it's like small town up there so word spreads pretty fast so um, all within like not even a five mile radius I want to say there's been don't like it at all and my godmother is somebody that be like I'm all not going out up there. Don't sit down ever. Like she's always ripping and running somewhere or like going to the store or like, you know, yeah, like yeah, she, she don't she sit down. She's a mover and she don't sit the fuck down. So I'm like, I really, I mean, I'm glad she don't fit that description, but like across the street from her house, that's, that's scary. scary. That's fucking scary. Great. And it's so weird to have that many within like a two week period. And they yeah. ain't said shit yet that I know of. I haven't seen, they probably don't want to create any hysteria. Yeah. Uproar or whatever. I don't know. I don't know, but, uh, that's a lot and they all match each other. So yeah. Is it serial killer season? Might be. I think the last, somebody saw that Dahmer doc and was like, watch this, hold my beer. Yeah. Um, I think the last one was what golden state killer that they caught. Was it? It was like, or was it the Media Night Stalker? No, the Golden State Killer was just caught within the last couple of years. Oh, okay. And he reigned for like over 20 years, more than that, oh, since oh. like early 70s and shit. Okay. Remember he was the ex-cop? Yeah. That was doing rapes and fucking murders? Yeah. Sick. 
but we also had zodiac we had the night stalker we like we had a lot the west coast is like it's like killer fucking capital. capital it is because green river was up in washington fucking um don't say washington fuck you washington yeah i don't 10. know where, i don't know where that is we've never heard of that um yeah it's always that candle looks like a bloody mary is it fucking hurting your heart yeah i'm pissed i know i told mark last time too we were out of bloody mary stuff i was using the last of it you want to know why i'm pissed also extra pissed because remember i told you i bought a pack of those uh cut water yeah the one that got me drunk last episode oh yeah yeah the bloody marys there's four in a pack um, so I took a bubble bath last night and I drank one and I specifically was like, that one is for when I go record. I went in there. It's not in there today. And I got a, Oh, I'm sorry. I was going to replace it. I would have been feeling you ever have your mouth and your yep. body ready for something. And then it's not there and it belongs to you. <laughs> that's, that's me today. When Mark dropped the Chantilly cake and didn't pick it up off the ground, he decided to throw it away. Yeah, see that that's my feeling right now. Like why who told you to do that? So then I got a little sassy and I was like, Well, when I pour your shit out in the sink, don't get mad. Bitch, when you sleep in the car for the yeah. next three nights. Who's the fucking bloody Mary person? Aficionado. Me. You. Me. We all know this. Why who put their lips on it? You go get a beer. Yeah. You see me make one for my bubble bath, that don't mean join me. No. You have, cheers. You have one too. That means don't touch it because it's not yours. That means you go to the store and get your own stuff. And you know what the fucked up thing is? I have stuff in my I'm fridge. I'm all hella mad for you because I know that feeling. But listen, this is what makes it worse. I have stuff in my fridge to make a Bloody Mary. He took the on the go one. Yes. So Lazy. what was the point of that? There, you bitch, you could have made one. But wow. no, you wanted my pre-made work uh, Bloody Mary. He wanted your work power. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's the audacity. Mm-mm. So my attitude's a little sour because of that. Mine would be too. I'm all mm-hmm. mad for you. Yours I, is. <laughs> I just know that feeling. Yeah. When you're ready. My body was ready. And somebody else ruined it And for I didn't you? notice it until I was walking out the door. Keys in my hand, purse on my shoulder, went to grab it. Oh, no, you're not. No, you're not. Oh, no. Yeah. Yep. After you I threw your keys after at him. I looked at it last night and was like, you're going with me tomorrow. No, now you're not. Now you have to hide it. Yep. Everyone needs an escape, but those can be hard to come by right now. Enter Dipsy. Let yourself get lost in a world where good things happen and where your pleasure is the only priority. Dipsy is an audio app full of short, sexy stories designed to turn you on. Each Dipsy audio story features characters that feel like real people and immersive scenarios, so you feel like you're right there. They release new content every week, so there's always more to explore, no matter who you run into, what turns you on. And if you need to wind down, Dipsy also has wellness sessions, sensual bedtime stories, and soundscapes to help you relax before you drift off. For listeners of the show, right now Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash dysfunction. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to dipsy, D-I-P-S-E-A, stories.com slash dysfunction. Check it out. Let us know what you think.
now I'm just not going to buy no more. Fuck you. <laughs> no one's getting shit. Nobody's getting any joy in this the house. The last bottle of Tito's, not, there's one in my fridge right now, but the one before that, Stinkers came in my room one day and was like, do you want this? Had it in his do hand from this? out the fridge. I was like, yeah, I bought it. Like, what you mean? Do I want it? Yeah. He's like, well, you don't never be drinking. It doesn't matter. I don't, I don't have care to be drinking this shit. Five years. Exactly. I don't have to pound it the night I bought it. It's mine. Yes, I want it. It's in there. Well, um, I was going to take, so I let him take it. You know me, big pushover. Shit that we do for our kids. I let him fucking take it. Little mother. So the one that's in there now, like a week ago, he tried the same shit. I was like, you know what? No, we're not doing that again. You You go buy one. You go fucking buy one. You little shit. Yeah. So now, like all my shit, free reign for all my shit for everyone. No. Dumb boys. Dumb idiots. And I'm not even like a big drinker like that. So when I do want a little something, something, it better be there if it's mine. Stop touching my shit. Yeah. That's a problem for me. That's a peeve. Do you happen to see where that Sudafed went? No. It went tick, 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 all over the ground. Great. Nope, I don't. I'm going to have to find it before one of the animals eat it and die. Okay, you look around. I'm going to explain okay, something ahead. else in my notes. Okay. <coughs> um, I finished the book... Uh, what is it called? Fast like this that I was that I was reading about the fasting got me all excited. Would you recommend the book? I would. I'm okay. sending it to a friend so she can read it because okay. she actually lost a ton of weight from fasting, and um, she's trying to get motivated again. So she likes it when I talk about it. Yeah. And I told her, well, I just finished this book. I want you to read it. Um, Dave Asprey is the the guy who writes these books I've been reading, and they're super. Excuse me, super easy reads, hella informational, um, and they're broke down in chapters just about different phases of the fasts and shit. It's just, it's a great book. Okay. Part of it was talking about like, about how you can fast from anything. Mm-hmm. You know, you could have a dopamine fast. You could have a fucking technology fast. A, a wiener a, fast. A social media fast. Yeah. A fuck, you know? And it, it was like, it doesn't always have to be food, but it's a really good challenge for your body and for your confidence and everything. If you pick out something that you feel like you cannot live without whether it be instagram or whatever like you feel like you cannot live without it and fast from it for however long three days whatever how strong and confident and capable you feel after getting through whatever it is fine when you thought that you couldn't do it so i just thought that's a really good makes challenge. you walk around with your chest puffed yeah out. with your feathers out and so i was Peacock like that's a, a good idea like i bloody marys i'm not super like into like that i could live without them but i was thinking like fasting from lying or something there's like little lies <laughs> Not that I'm a liar, but like, no, let me finish in the, (laughs) I'm like, this one is, I can't live without. No, no. Um, Hey, imagine trying to fast from lying when we were kids. Right. It'd be impossible. Right. But okay. So there's a part of the book where he talks about fasting from lying and he did it. And he's kind of a dick a little bit, but, um, he's, he's really a tell it like it is type person. It's his personality. I really love and 
honesty. Authentic he's one, yeah. fucking But humans. he's one of those that he'll warn you, like, don't ask me how you look in something if you don't really want to know. Or right. like, you know what I mean? Um, but he, he basically explained to these people in his life that he was like fasting from lying. So he eliminated <laughs> words out of his vocabulary, which he calls like weasel words. And they're basically words that are bullshit. I really love the word weasel. I just need to tell you guys, weasel is probably one of my favorite words. Fast from it for a week. <laughs> no. So listen, so, um, I say we can't, a lot. can't is a word that he, that he fasted from because oh. usually can't is bullshit. Like you can, you're just saying you can't, I don't want to say the real reason. Right. Right. So can't is one that he fasted from or need. Cause usually when we say we need something, we don't really need it. Oh, it's I something we it. want. Right. Mm-hmm. So that was another word that he eliminated. And he was like, if you just try it, those bullshit words, those excuse words that we use so often without realizing, um, it's like surprising to see how often you tell little lies to you, to people for their comfort. And it's like, do you really want somebody bullshitting you all the time for your comfort? Or do you want them to give it to you real? It's just a good switch of perspectives to try. Yeah. And so I was like, yeah, need and, and can't are total bullshit. Cause I can pretty much do anything I fucking want. His example was like getting a friend from the airport and like, he started to say, I can't, but of course he could, you know, but he was like, I hella don't fucking want to. So he was like, um, think, you know, using an example and like a different way to word that. Cause he was fasting from those fucking words and it's the truth. Like, why don't we just live more like that? Like hell, like I would tell you like, fuck, no, I don't want to get you. Yeah. Like if I have to, I will, but right. don't have me be your yeah, first no, choice. You'll, you'll, you always say yeah, shit like, but I, I think we should make it more of a habit to just, I don't, I don't think the problem is like, so we're comfortable doing that. Right. Yeah. But I'm not that comfortable with everybody else. Right. Yeah. Right. We should be though. Right. I think, I think. Right. And so like, you know, cause like, I'm not scared of you. Like whoever I should be able to tell you, like, I'm always worried no. about hurting people's feelings. That's my problem. One thing I don't sugarcoat and lie about though, is if somebody asked me to help moving because I hate it so much. I'd be like, nah, like, nope. Oh I, yeah. You've never I helped can. me move. I totally can, but I won't Never. like, I'll pay somebody to help you come move. You're like, I'll take the kids off of Craigslist before I help you myself. Yeah. I won't. So just, yeah, let's stop bullshitting a little bit and let's, let's fast from lying kids, guys, <laughs> do you want to try it? Do you want a personal challenge? Let's do it. Let's do it together. Yeah. You know, I, I used to be, I think, I think I used to be way worse about being scared to hurt people's feelings. Yeah. I'm not anymore as much sometimes, as I was at all. Sometimes you are. I never want to be intentionally mean. Right. But you can be nice I and still keep way, it real. Well, I, back in the day, do you know how much shit I did that I didn't want to oh, do yeah. for people? I took advantage myself. Yeah. Now. If I don't want to respond to a text, yeah. I just fucking don't do it. And people, and I'll just tell if people, you didn't I didn't want to go out like with it. me and some boys when I was younger. Could you imagine telling me no? Like I would have been like, you're coming. You'd be like, like, come on, I'll buy you curly fries with ranch. Just come with me. Just come Do you with want me. me to get raped and murdered by or, myself? Then you better come. Exactly. I would not. You. She wouldn't stop. I forced you into so much shit. Like, and I'm just thinking about that. But uh, another one is like a dopamine fast and like um, it makes if we do that, right, like, like if we fast from something that we get hella joy from, it'll make it way more pleasurable and appreciated, I think, when we resume to it, you know, like what? 
bubble baths or I don't know, fucking something we really like. Like I was even thinking jail is a dopamine fast because you don't, not that I'm saying we should all go I'm to like, jail. You're drunk, bitch. You did have that. You drank that Bloody Mary before no, you I got did. here. I pounded it. <laughs> because what the fuck is going on? No, I'm just saying jail is an example of a dopamine fast because you don't get anything that's pleasurable well, bitch, I'm not for going you. To jail. But I'm just saying, but so that was the example in my mind because yeah. when I came out, bitch, I appreciated Licked the concrete. Exactly. And I, I appreciated daytime TV more than anybody ever would have appreciated TV if had they not gone, I feel like you maybe know? you should do a dopamine fast if you find yourself being ungrateful. Yeah. Or you See? know, taking so, shit for granted. So we go back to gratitude. Yes. You know. See? So if you find yourself so, being a little cunty, if you're a little cunty, you need a dopamine fast. Yeah. Take away your pleasure center. Yeah. <laughs> Dick, chocolate, salt, cigarettes, um, TV, whatever. You're on I don't restriction. know. Go to fucking jail so you can come out and appreciate the little things <laughs> that you have that people would pray for. That's that's just you see how we loop back to gratitude. Look at that. Look at us. Mm-hmm. Look at us. We're smart. So speaking of jail, did you did you see that? Joe Biden's going to do something good. Yeah, he is to pardon all federal offenses of simple marijuana possession. Yes. So it's the first major steps in decriminalizing. Finally, which free all them people. Hallelujah. High five. Mm -hmm. There's another thing that he signed and I'm mad that it has not been hugely announced with trumpets and fucking confetti and whatever it's like quietly been passed is that he signed a bill um in california i don't know if it's everywhere i'm gonna have to google it real quick but he he removed the statute of limitations on sex crimes yes there should have never been a statute of limitations on a sex crime ever there should never be anybody telling me i should have said something within the first five years because that's not how the brain works it's not and if i can't process what the fuck happened to right. me for 10 how 15 am I years tell somebody i should be able to still tell yes after i can get my own brain strong enough to deal with that because that's something that's unforgivable exactly Exactly. And so I thought, oh my God, that's like the best thing I've heard about from this pre- presidency. Yes. Is I that, agree. Let me just check real quick um, if it's the whole state. <clears throat> you sing. Well, I was going to fucking. Um, no, I wasn't. What? Look at me lying. Sorry, you guys. I still have a fucking sinus infection. I was having vertigo a minute ago before my fucking hot flash. That don't start with that. That's not. <laughs> it's not I the, was. the complain segment. Because it, that's why I just popped them to Sudafed. Fucking, I. Oh, I need a Sudafed oh. fast. Why is Kevin Spacey coming up from a day? Because he's ago. a sex predator, apparently. <clears throat> yeah, the, I guess his trial is starting. That's not what I'm googling. You're googling fucking. I, well, I hope it's predators. I hope <laughs> I hope it's a nationwide thing. I do too. We're just gonna say that. Um, I think that's I what I read. Assume. Yeah, not just California. I think it's like period yeah. across the board. And with that being said, if you unfortunately, uh, as so many of us are victims of sex crimes, mm-hmm. I would hope that there can still be some way to get some justice. Yeah. Um, 
luckily for myself, the person that sexually assaulted me is dead now. He was murdered. And it makes me so happy because that was your fucking karma, you yeah, bitch. That brought me serious joy. And it happened like a year after he did it to me. And I hope it hurts so bad when uh, yeah. he was murdered. Yes. And it sucks because so many people I know were connected somehow to him. And they, I watched them grieve and it made me want to throw up because I was like rejoicing. Yeah. And yeah, it's just that was that would have made that was really everybody. poetic, poetic justice I got for sure. Um, yeah. So don't fucking drug and rape people. <clears throat> Sorry, trigger warning. But um, yeah, no, that just I think because if they were alive, I would pursue it. Yeah, honestly. And even though that was like fucking years ago, I would pursue it 100. percent Yeah, because I'm in a place now where I'm like. I would be strong enough to go up against like them and whoever I know that fuck with them. Yeah. Pineapples fast forward it. Um, yeah. One of the best feelings in the world was that second time around when I got to testify and fucking he got that 124 years, yes. no possibility of fucking parole. Yes. Like, I just hate that other crimes had to happen in yep. order for him to get that. And I remember. Because he should have got that from the jump. Like, Yep. They offered him a fucking deal. And I remember, I remember sobbing on the phone and saying, I hope you're happy. He's going to do it again. Because look what it, yeah. And so when the cold case unit called me and they were like. Guess what? And they didn't even have to say anything. I said, so-and-so fucking did it again. And they were like, unfortunately, yes. And I was like, I knew it. And it was, they called me three months before Mark and I got married. So it makes me want to kill them because it's like somebody else had to be victimized for you guys to do the right thing. Like this just goes back to certain laws need to be fucking changed. Yeah. And they're so outdated. They they just need to be changed. There's too many loopholes on certain shit. And, and he hadn't fucking changed at all because Not one during the first fucking yeah. trial, he was mouthing death threats to me when I was on the stand and the judge had to interrupt the fucking preliminary hearing to shut, shut him, him the up. Fuck up. And then when you went with me fucking 20 years, 17 years later, the bailiffs had to surround him because he was mouthing yeah. death threats to again. us. Again. Yeah. So you are you piece of fucking shit it's a really good feeling when justice works yeah you know it is so uh when i read that you know it personally made me feel something because yeah. i was like thank god like th- you know that's that's like one of the biggest reasons i think so many people get away with it because right. by the time someone's ready to say something it's too late yeah and then it should it, never be too late never and i don't give a who cares if you feel like it's going to be just he said, she said. Yeah, no. Give it a shot. Mm-hmm. You know, just know that fucking the defense lawyer is going to try and fucking tear your and make whole it your fault. shit yeah. up. Yeah. They make it not, uh, they definitely make you not want to go through with it. Oh my God. For sure. I have friends, close friends that did not report and go through with a trial and shit because they didn't want to be beat up on the stand oh they were tearing trying to as a kid as as a a minor as a 16 year old girl as a minor that's how old my friend was and because of it um and because of threats she didn't pursue and it was a horrible situation that happened to her and it's like that's another but you know karma is so beautiful that's one thing you can always count on karma um coming back Yep. I truly believe that. And this person ended up like with some kind of crazy cancer and suffered and died. Fuck yeah. And so I was like, yeah, yeah that's they got a slow, it. ugly. Yeah, too. exactly. 
you deserve it. Yeah. Earlier today, I drove by fucking uh, dad's old apartment in Pinole. Yeah. The one where fucking he launched furniture out the the couch off the second story. Mm -hmm. Didn't even open the sliding glass door. Mm -hmm. And I was really thinking about it. And, you know, we were 10 and 11 at the time, me and Will. And when dad had called grandma and got off the phone, she really said to Will's 10 year old ass. And, you know, mind you, it was like, what, two blocks away up the hill. Mm -hmm. She had said, go over and check on your dad. I don't I think something's wrong. And he's 10 years old. No, he's William. Dad. He wasn't 10 years old Maria. He no. was 10 years old William. <laughs> Who was already fucking crying, the a, emotional. Anxiety, Aww. high strong. And she's Not like, go check she, on him. She, she should have told you if she was going to tell any of the kids. And no, knowing he has a history of paranoid schizophrenia and all that. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about it and I was, I was sitting at the stop. Was she half asleep? I, I, she was busy with the daycare. Oh, okay. So she couldn't leave. And I was crying laughing. It's not funny, but it's funny to me. Crying laughing, imagining Will going up those steps to the second <laughs> Little floor. Little nervous, will you? Knocking on the door. Dad answering the door in his underwear. Or naked. F- Full-blown schizophrenic state. And telling fucking Will, if your sister ever fucking says anything to you, you just stab that cunt. Like... That Poor was literally Will. what was said. Dad's walking around. The apartment is covered in shattered everything. Dad's walking around barefooted on glass. Fucking the sliding glass door is shattered. The and neighbors, tells him to stab his sister if the, she fucking pisses him off. The fucking next. There's only two apartments on the top. This woman, Pam, lived there. I was friends with her daughter, Lillian. I remember Pam calling grandma. That's and, not embarrassing. And I was in seventh grade. <laughs> Great. Middle school, the worst time. The worst time to be teased. Let me just say, Lillian is a fucking G. She never went to school and told anybody. Oh, that's nice. I love her to this day for that because I was really scared. Oh, yeah. But I remember Pam calling my grandma and going, Donna, Billy just barged in and slid in our living room on his stomach (laughs) and yelled at us to turn off the computer because the Chinese are spying on us. (laughs) It's underwear. Sir, this is not a slip and slide. This is a Wendy's. Can you imagine you're just Sir. sitting there watching fucking Law and Order? And your neighbor. Fucking slides in on his belly. <laughs> on his stomach in full combat mode. Screaming to shut off all the electronics. Because of the Chinese. And their spine. God. And I was just sitting at that stop sign for like five minutes, crying, laughing. What the How fuck? How fucked up was that? Yeah. Poor Will. That's a scary situation to walk in on as an adult. Like, she's like, I'll just send the trauma squirrel over to check. <laughs> that's a good idea, Donna. The neurotic. Yeah, that's squirrel. who you send. Don't wait until your husband gets home or anything. Parenting was real fucking different oh, back then, man. God, yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's really fucked up now too, but just in different ways. Yeah. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. In the clubhouse or something. Yeah. Agreed. Do you have any write-ins you want to do? We do. We do, girl. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey. This bitch has her whole upper body out of her sweatshirt and has it tied around her tits. I have the arms tied <clears throat> above my tits. I mean, that a new hot style. flash was fucking brutal. Okay. I'm going to read a few and then hand it to you. 
Um, hello, I'm writing in because I'm a huge fan of the podcast and I have a funny story to share with you both. My son recently got a few teeth pulled. Don't judge me, LOL. And now he carries the teeth around like a little psychopath. I it, love it. It's just funny the things you never thought you'd deal with as a parent. Love you guys. I love it. I love it. He's all got a fucking little satchel. He's fucking cool. Teeth. Like a little wizard. So, um, sorry. I had a duplicate in there from last week. Let me get it together. This is a review. I thought it was really sweet. Okay. The podcast is like a perfect broken in emotional blanket that wraps around my soul on my darkest days. Just like all the other dysfunctional listeners say, it's nice to hear content that is so relatable, hilarious, and informative at the same time. These two got the goods and baby wants some more. Isn't that great? It, who's that from? You know. You're blonde, and we read that Did last week. Did we read it? <laughs> God yep. damn it. See, I got two. Well, so, I loved it so much, I read it again. I thought we read her write-in. We didn't read a review. Well, we read that. Did we read it? Yeah. Oh, sorry, guys. Yep. Sorry. But I, it was that good that we had to give it It was. Twice. I just it love was. it so much. I know. It was, it was poetic. I need to delete written. these after we read them. That's my problem. <clears throat> That'll, yep. Okay, here, you want to read this question? Sure. Hmm. If my phone does that weird shit where the garbage can won't um, come off. Okay, okay. Hey, aunties. Just wanting to write in anonymously. I've been dealing with loneliness and was wondering any tips or advice on how to make friends. Some backstory. I grew up with a bad childhood and was very unhappy, so I took it out on everyone around me. Was very jealous, toxic, except I wrote this. Is this you? <laughs> just say it's you, Maria. <laughs> um... Very jealous, toxic, etc. After high school graduation, my childhood friends dropped me. Mm. I've always thrown a pity party for myself, but the past couple years, I put in work and practiced a lot of self-reflection, awareness, love. I now love who I am, my life, and accept what I've been through and want to start making meaning meaningful connections again. I just don't know how. Thank you so much. Love you guys. P.S. The... The boat for reaching out to them or trying to regain those friendships has sailed, unfortunately. That's fine. That's fine. You outgrew them. It's for fine. sure. Because, yeah, you might not even be compatible as friends anymore. Right. I'm, um, social media is a great place to it, make new friends. And 100%. Like, I've met my relationship partner on fucking social media. Yeah. I've met soup, like a lot of my best friends on social. Like I'm not friends with people from real life anymore. You and yeah. like family. That's it. Like I can't say, I don't think anybody else from real life, literally every other friend I have is from some form of social media, whether it be MySpace or Twitter yeah. or fucking Instagram. Twitter to me is really the best place to meet people because you can see their sense of humor. Mm -hmm. You can see how they think. You can't always portray that with a caption on a photo no. or a story post. You know what I mean? Twitter, you can see if people are legit funny or if yeah. they're like assholes or what their point of view is on serious shit too like and i love it i recommend facebook that. is good for that too because people can write posts i think instagram is probably too visual yeah it's yeah. just for photos it's visual and it's it's too easy to fake shit 
For fake your sure. lifestyle, fake what you're really into. You yeah. know, a lot of people post things just because it's cool yeah. to post at the time. You know, like it's not genuine. A social media <clears throat> platform, even Reddit is probably better for making friendships. Just anything where people have to write out their thoughts. Yep. Do that. Find people in your fucking area. Link up. Go yeah. to dinner. Go get drinks. Laugh. That's when you how go you do to it. Starbucks talk to people yes i mean if when i used to fucking hoe across the country like i was all up in twitter during that time and when i would visit different states guess what i got followers in that state that's so great. let me hit them up and see what the fuck is fun to do out here yeah 90 percent of the time they're gonna be like meet me here like you'll love it or whatever and and just go from there yeah it's easier than you probably think it, it is it seems intimidating but you know just put yourself out there yeah you yeah. know and even the weirdest of weirdos uh most of the time gravitate towards me and i love them <laughs> like Same. literally people i love that there i've met people that have like not left the house for years and they end up being like the coolest friends yeah. humor out of this world like you know e yeah you would just be so fucking shocked who you can meet on social media that i would never meet in a million years in the real life right in in out in the world you know and don't dwell on those high school friendships because odds yeah, are no. you might have out you probably would have outgrown them anyways definitely and if you're not who you were in high school anymore. You just explained that. So right. like, why would you get along with the same people? Right. The, you know, no, don't romanticize that. <clears throat> no, -uh. get over that. Okay. So this one is my boyfriend is kinky, but he doesn't want to be kinky with me. Oh, hi aunties. My boyfriend is kinky, but he doesn't want to be kinky with me. When my partner and I started dating, he was very forward with his desire to have kink in our relationship. He let me know that he is a dom, and since I am a sub, I thought it was perfect. I am less experienced than him, but I was looking to explore that side of myself with him as my partner. Jump to six months later, we've been having great regular sex with occasional kinky elements thrown in, but I feel like the kink dynamic that we had fantasized about when we first got together never materialized. I can't help but feel like something is missing. I've been hinting at trying more formal kink in the bedroom for months, and he sounds into it, but when it comes down to planning or putting it into motion, he changes the subject. I got fed up with feeling ignored and confronted him about it. He said that he's been talking to his therapist about this, and in this particular relationship, he feels like he has already conceded that we can't have the kink dynamic that he wants. He opened up to me that he'd only dove into kink in one past serious relationship where the dynamic was very different. It was his first time exploring kink, and it was with that person exclusively. He describes it as a mental block and that he wants to be with me in that way, but he feels like he would be uncomfortable exploring kink with anyone else outside of that relationship, not just me. I try not to take this personally, but I can't help but worry that I'm lacking in some way or that he doesn't trust me with that side of himself. He says he would rather have a happy, non-kinky relationship with me than try a scene and mess something up. I would like him to be more open-minded and try to fulfill both of our needs, but I want to be sensitive to his concerns because I know this subject runs deep. He has some kinks that I am not into, and I have some that he is not into. I've read online that some doms won't engage in kink with their partners that don't share their kinks because it feels fake to them. 
They don't want people that they love doing it for them out of love, but because they truly have that kink and enjoy doing it. I can wrap my head around this as something that could be at play, but it doesn't make the whole situation hurt any less. Is there a way for me to be supportive of my partner to get through this block, or should I just accept things as they are? Kinkless in Seattle. Don't press about it. Definitely do not press about it. Um, I say it took a lot for them to explain it to you the way they did and even say that this has come up in therapy for them Mm -hmm. um, and that they, they wanted to try, but they just can't. If they've already expressed that to you, don't press. Don't press for anything sexual with anybody. I don't care, like, if it's a position. Like, just if they're not comfortable with you on it, don't press. Because what'll happen is that you like you don't know what it is like for me for example I've had partners that like knew what I did or whatever what I was into and would be like oh I want to try that with you or whatever and the thought of it that dynamic is not something I have with that person so it would gross me out I was just gonna say <clears throat> just because somebody has a kink it doesn't mean that they're it's not interchangeable doing it in every sexual relationship exactly and you should not be offended by that yeah that, that's not how we work like um I can't just be that way with anybody I'm in it has nothing to do with how close I am it has nothing to do with whether I love them or not or if I feel comfortable sharing that side of me it's not that it just doesn't fit for everyone right so you can't force it so don't press me to force it because it's like it could gross me out about you or it could be a huge turnoff or you know what I mean? Like There's shit that I, I do with Mark that I have never done with anybody else and I, I would never do with anybody else. And, like, there's different and vice versa for me. There's yes. things I've done with other people that I would never fucking do with my partner now. Right. And if he pressed me to try to do it, I would be like, hey, you're going to fuck us up yeah. because like leave me the fuck alone about it. It sounds like you want this closeness and this this with them uh, almost for them more than for yourself and you're taking it personal cause they won't do it with you. So you're yeah. kind of making it about you. Yeah. Um, I would just say ease up on that altogether. And, and I just, I think there's other things you guys can do together. Yeah. You know, maybe try something that you both have not tried. Yeah, before. I was just going to say yeah. a new, something. so then that's like an exclusive experience just for you two to try. Yes. You know what I mean? Like don't bring up something that you know, they've done before and try to make them do it with you. Just don't. I let. I, that's exactly what I was gonna say. Something that neither of you have done. Yeah. Do that. That could be. Yeah. Don't take it personal thing. and make it about you. And then now, like you're offended or feelings hurt or what? No, don't do that. Yeah. Don't this do is that not about you. This is about that person <clears throat> and whether or not they're comfortable with something with you. If they're not, it sounds like they told you in a very gentle, loving way. And it sounds like he does love you. Yeah, for sure. So that doesn't mean that they have to experience everything they've ever done also with you. Right. Leave that shit alone. Okay, we got another one. What's S mean? Story. You know, I be having my own organization, all okay. fucking shit. Hey, bitches. <laughs> I love him so much. I've been, a, I've been an avid listener and lover of dysfunction since little pre-COVID, and I first heard of Pat when my cousin gave me her sticker when I was like 18 and have followed her now several accounts ever since but when I first heard the podcast with her and Crystal I knew I was home I'm writing in 
for my 27th birthday tomorrow, October 1st. It's going to be a bit different this year after being a direct hit from Hurricane fucking Ian. He's the one I was talking about that had the like uh, atrium enclosed pool yeah. that was posting the videos of it being Fuck. destroyed. I watched as roofs were taken off of homes and trees get ripped out of the ground and into the air with winds as brutal as 150 Mm. miles per hour, as well as the things that made this place amazing were destroyed and washed away. No one has power or water and there's virtually no service except for a text or call going through here or here and there. But I had to make sure to at least writing into you two the most the most important people in my life. I love him. I've spent the last year with you guys in my ear almost daily. I last year made a pretty big move from Connecticut to Florida and a year later still haven't made too many friends. So having mm. you guys there has been everything for me, whether it's family, sex, work, trauma, etc. It's rare that I could relate to people in so many ways, but you guys definitely make so many of us feel like we're never alone and feel supported in whatever journey we we may be on. I really don't think I'd be where I am today if I never came across this group of people that I now refer to as family. Mm. I know this is long, but so what? (laughs) But so was that fucking cocksucker of a storm. (laughs) I hope you guys have the opportunity to read this and feel how loved y'all are. Sending positive vibes and meet doobies <laughs> from Fort Myers, Florida. Peter. Peter, you motherfucker. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Peter. We love you. Thank and I cannot so even fathom what it would be like. I tried to put myself in a situation of a hurricane like that. I freaked myself out. I've thought so long and hard. It's fucking terrifying. And from sorry from what i'm being told the cleanup is like the worst Uh, part of it and i just yeah we're we're sending our love and strength and patience with you and we hope you can still enjoy your birthday so watch how cute this is what hi ladies i'm a new listener that's the mom of an old listener he's the one that turned me on to your amazing real life podcast his name is peter (gasps) and today's his birthday so i wanted to give him a happy birthday shout out through you oh peter look he lives in fort myers and made it through hurricane ida but Uh, isn't oh it says ida here oh sorry um that's his Ian's cousin, Ida. <laughs> They're both motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. But is in shock over the devastation. Yeah. I would also like to give you ladies a special thank you because I know that listening to you has been a real comfort to him during some stressful times and helps keep his mind from racing thinking about life's craziness. He loves you, ladies. Thank and I you. love him. So thank you. Keep doing what you do. You guys are great at sharing and storytelling, and I wish you all the success in the world. Love, Lisa. Thank you, Lisa, Lisa and Peter. Thank you for birthing Peter. That's another awesome mother-son duo. Yes. Fucking Christine and Gunner. Gunner are our original faves. This is our our next set. Yes. We love you guys. Tell all your moms to listen. Yes. Okay. Um, we have. We have three more birthdays. Okay. They're on you. You want me to read them? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Your cigarette is pissing me off. Your fucking voice. 
Okay. Good morning, beautiful ladies. Thank you for keeping my mind busy and spirit light with the podcast. I recently became a patron and I have been listening to all the older episodes. It's wild to be listening about COVID. Didn't I read this last week? I'm just going to do it. I can't remember. Uh, yeah, I did. Sorry, you guys. God, you're so unprofessional. I know. I told you I need to fucking delete it. Here's the dysfunction you guys fucking love so much. William always says, like, you're the worst. I don't care. Well, then he can fucking organize. Put him in a book, Will. Hi, so my mom has been listening to you guys for a while. Okay. She talks about you guys like y'all are her friends. And I mom. love it. She's too nervous to send this, so I'm doing it. Oh. She loves you, and she resonates with a lot that y'all talk about. And you guys as people. It's nice seeing something bring her such joy. She works so hard and so much to make her kids happy. And I think she forgets to make herself happy sometimes. Hmm. She definitely feels seen and heard when she listens to you guys. So thank you for what you do. Um, her name is Rosario. You guys are so amazing. Thank you so much. I love it. My kids would never be that, that is from Charlotte Rosario do something like that that's so sweet and we love you rosario we love you and charlotte you're a doll dude yeah okay i'm so lame but i would love a birthday shout out on the next episode you're not lame i've been a (laughs) i've been a listener since the beginning i even listened to the ask pata for you show god with hello question marks oh god we're hiding under the couch. Mm-hmm. I love you guys so much, and you have no idea the impact you've had on my life, my mental health, and learning how to love myself and not be embarrassed by my white trash dysfunction. It's such a dirty secret. It is. Like I just remember that fear of of white Terrified. trash secrets getting out, and like just trash secrets in general. Like, come on. Yeah. Now I tell it all. <laughs> now you can't shut up. Right. I'm 27 today and life is a little rough, but we have a place to live and food and so much to be thankful for. There goes that gratitude. I'm just so grateful for where I am today and how far I've come through so much shit. Seriously, though. You want to know what my grandma say? Amen, brother Ben. Shoot that rooster. Kill that hen. Okay, I'm leaving. (laughs) (laughs) I'm leaving now. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Them is white trash rhymes. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Anyways, thank you ladies so much. You two, you are two of the most amazing humans on this earth. Thank you. My birthday is 927. Thank you so much. Real happy quick. Happy birthday. Happy fucking birthday. Um, I apologize for her white trash that was a birthday present be grateful remember (laughs) this is not a write-in but i want to just say thank you because a couple days ago i was having a really really shitty day um it was wearing down on me Mm. and i did a raffle um like last week and we had a winner and the winner was local so i was like oh i'll just come meet you instead of shipping the shoes Mm -hmm. and so um they were like oh great yeah i have something for you anyway so we met up the other day and they made me a fucking rug i saw that that was a nike cortez that is in the same shade of blue as my tattoo what talent I had just got done telling Gabby like two days before that um, she sent me a TikTok with somebody making rugs of like fruits and hella cute shit. And I say, wow, like I always wish I could make those fucking rugs. Yeah. And 
two days later, the universe said, you know what? You're having a rough day here. This is we for you. We have the best fucking listeners. Jessie is her name. She is so fucking cute. She got tattoos. She's from Oakland. She's so cute. Jessie, I love you for making her. I day. was so shocked. I was not fucking expecting that. And I kept telling her it made my fucking day because my day sucked shit before yeah. that. Um, so yeah, thank you so much. That's just a thank you. We have great listeners. We get sent the coolest shit. Yes. And it's like people that love is so, yeah, I was like, damn, we never crossed paths. Cause she was saying she's been following me for like 10 years or something. And I was like, that's weird that you're in the Bay. We damn. never crossed paths. Um, but I'm so glad that we did now. And just thank How you. Sweet. What a cool girl, cool person. And lots of cool write-ins and just we meet the coolest people and met from social media it, see prime example prime fucking example we meet really cool people from social media i love that i love that for us <laughs> all right i smell like a cigarette it's pissing me off i'm wheezing She's i want to go home a bloody mary i want to go home fucker um thank you guys for the reviews for the, the write-ins, write-ins the sweet words sharing us with your moms yeah please continue to share us you guys mm-hmm. you guys truly have grown the show yeah 100 percent. and and here we are four years into it almost two million downloads that's when we're really gonna party because we missed the million mark when we hit that we didn't even notice mm-hmm. and <laughs> now well, that we see it ticking away when we get to two million we have to like have a cake or something a family of scammers we love mm-hmm. you all right <laughs> might be a scam is that what the review said yep might yep be a scam. hey guys beware <laughs> might be a scam happy scamming anniversary mm-hmm. Okay, love you long time. Suck it easy. Go to bed.